So do you love the idea of starting your own business, but you get a little overwhelmed with thinking about all the tech and the admin and the financial stuff that's involved? What if there was a guide who could help you navigate the less than fun aspects of building your own business? Well, the good news is that there is, and we'll introduce you to your new self-employment sidekick in this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. I'm Rich Avery, your host. Thanks so much for joining me today. This is a show where we help pastors, missionaries, and other ministry leaders take your skills, experience, and ministry know-how and leverage them into sustainable income outside the church through a business or a side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. Man, creating multiple streams of income just sounds more and more like a good idea, doesn't it? I mean, right now in America, as I'm recording this in March of 2023, there's so much financial uncertainty with the crypto markets tanking uh, not too long ago and recent bank failures. There's all that geopolitical instability in in Ukraine and, and, and threats from China. There's inflation that's affecting every American family and every church. Average costs are going up like $500 per family, and that's um, an increase of $6,000 per year in, in, uh, in, in prices. So that means that each American family, our income buys $6,000 less than it did uh, a year or two ago. And I, I know that's in, impacted many churches as well, uh, as fuel and utility and food costs have all been on the rise. So yes, I know as pastors... And as believers, we trust God in all things, no matter what's happening in our economy or in our world. We continue to put our faith and trust in God, but we also need to look at the resources that he's entrusted to us and the solutions he's given us to some of these financial or or economic problems. And I believe uh, within each of us as pastors, we have, whether we're pastors or not, we have certain skills, talents, know-how, passions that that we could monetize in some way to help supplement our current ministry income or even replace our income as needed. So if you've been thinking about finding ways to grow your income or build financial security, I want you to know that you are in the right place. Again, thanks for joining me today. I'm glad that you're here. But if you're new to the show, you can learn more about me Uh, download some free resources to help you grow your income and build financial security over at my website, at morethanapastor.com slash 48 for episode 48. Hey, before we get into this interview with Dave, I want to share briefly how he and I met. We're both members of an online community called Platform Launchers, and it's uh, hosted by our mutual friend, John Stange. Now, John, interestingly, is a pastor, and he has built several successful online platforms that have created life-changing income for his family. And I'm telling you this now because John is launching an eight-week course where he's going to be showing people step-by-step how he has built and grown an online business that produces income for his family that not only supplements, but has replaced his ministry income in his church. And so this course is called How to Earn 
$250 a day from your own online platform. And it's going to show the, the pathway for how he has gradually built and grown his own online business. Now, note that I said gradually, because this is not about some get-rich-quick online business. I'm not into that, and John is not into that. So it's not about get-rich-quick, but it's about how to build and grow an online business slowly, gradually. How to how to take our passions and our interests or our dreams and how to create an online platform around those and how to monetize, how to have certain products or services that people will want to buy. And so if if you're thinking starting an online business might be right for you or you're wondering, why not check it out? Uh, see if this uh, course might be right in helping you begin to build and grow your own online business. Now, the regular price for this course, I'm just going to tell you right now, is $500. That's the regular price. And at that price, I definitely believe it's worth it. I've paid that much and more for courses and coaching with people to help me learn certain skills to help me build and grow my business. But the good news is that John is not charging $500. He's offering a special half-off rate right now for those who get in early. And so it's an early bird rate for half-off, so the course is only $250. And so if you want to just check it out and see if this might be right for you, go to morethanapastor.com slash platform 250. Check out this page. Look at all the descriptions of what is going to be covered each week. And if it is right for you, I'm looking forward. I've I've bought the course myself. I'm going to be there. And I'm looking forward to getting to know you in the course as well and us learning together how to build and grow our online businesses together. Well, now let's dive into our interview with David Steininger. Hey, David Steininger, welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. Hey, Rich. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, we're uh, really glad to have you on the show today. And I've been blessed to uh, get to know you through John Stonge's Platform Launchers community. Uh, I think we've both been members for a year or more there. And uh, it's been great to get to know so many other entrepreneurs that are part of that community. And uh, I've I've just been so blessed to be able to take this time to have you on the show today and for you to talk about your business, which is called the Self-Employment Sidekick. Uh, I would love to know how you got into that and how did you pick the name? I mean, are you like the uh, Robin to the entrepreneurial Batman? Tell tell me uh, what role you play with uh, self-employment sidekick. Sure, sure. Um, so are you familiar with building a story brand by oh, Donald yeah, Miller? Sure. One of the biggest paradigms that he presents there is you are not the hero, your customer is the hero you are the guide and so as i was developing this platform which was actually kind of originally intended to support another business and i'm still kind of working that out but as i was trying to think of what do i name this i wanted to make sure i was positioning myself as the guide and just being a help to somebody. And I also love alliteration. So as I've been starting my self-employment journey, it was just something that came to me and it fits. And I've been trying to just kind of play with that business hero motif. Mm. But uh, self-employment sidekick, that's my YouTube channel and blog. Um, but my business is actually called Brero, which oh. uh, is a partnership with a friend of mine. We offer business and marketing coaching. And as we were starting that, 
right at the beginning of the pandemic, everything shut down. And this was like right at the outset. This was kind of an interesting stage in everybody's life. I thought, let me roll camera and just kind of start capturing what's going on. Didn't really know what I was going to do with it. I thought it was maybe going to just be the chronicles of the rise and fall of, you know, just another another startup. Um, but as I started getting letters in the mail and whether it's legit or they were scammers, I was like, you know what, <laughs> let me let me share some of this information mm. as I'm learning some of these steps uh, that somebody should expect if they're starting their own business too, maybe it'll be helpful. And I think we're about two or three years into it now. And uh. it's developed more into this resource, uh, kind of like me pointing out potholes and speed bumps uh, as I'm encountering them and giving other people a heads up. Are, are there certain obstacles that keep coming up over and over or certain themes that you're seeing when like, like my, um, my market is helping pastors find ways to leverage their ministry skills into income outside the church through their own business or side hustle. So have you worked with pastors or other people that are just launching out in their own business? Are there common things that are tripping people up or or issues that they have that that you guys are really able to, to hone in on and really help people uh, to overcome? I think the biggest obstacle is health insurance, hands down. Um, this, that was one of the biggest obstacles for myself as I was about to transition into full-time self-employment and walk away from my, my full-time job. I was able to step back to four days a week hmm. and I just camped out there for a while. If I was able to figure out the whole benefits and all, everything that I stood to lose by stepping down like an additional day where I would lose my benefits, that that was that was nerve wracking, especially as a husband and a father. I have three young kids and just the prospect of losing access to health care. Obviously, health insurance costs are going to vary wildly based on your state, what's available and what your specific health needs are. Mm -hmm. But there's options, whether it's on the exchange, whether you're just buying a low cost insurance plan privately or all insurance alternatives like mm -hmm. uh, health share ministries. Yeah. And I've dug into them and it's not, simple, but it's doable mm -hmm. and it's affordable. It's a lot more affordable than, than what you would imagine. And it shouldn't be something that keeps you from pursuing a, an entrepreneurial endeavor. If that is something that you really feel called to mm -hmm. pursue. That's great. No, thank you for sharing that. That, uh, to be honest, I didn't expect that that would be one of the things that that you would share. But it's definitely a big concern for uh, for people launching off on their own business. So, something else that you know now in your entrepreneurial journey that you wish you knew earlier, or just starting out um, to launch your own business. I think another thing when it comes to starting your own business is the business side of business, mm. the the back office stuff. Yep. You might want to be a web designer and you are an expert at web design. You might want to be a house painter 
or a dog walker mm. or uh, whatever it is. And you are an expert in that thing, but mm. then there's the paperwork and having to manage your finances and taxes and all of that stuff that goes along with it. I think that's another big holdup for people wanting to start their own business. It's a lot easier to show up at the office and then get a paycheck and a W-2 when it's on you and you are the office administrator and the bookkeeper and there are services that you can, you know, purchase and you can hire out these tasks too. But sure. when you're starting out, it, it can definitely be intimidating. And if it's you're so intimidated by it that you want to shop out these costs right away and just not deal with it, mm -hmm. then that can be a pretty big lift, mm -hmm. a pretty big expense to incur before you're making money yourself. So that's another kind of like, okay, how do I actually go into this and and manage doing business and handling money and, and all of all of that stuff? It's definitely mm -hmm. another another friction point. Okay. And is that something that you and your company deal with and help people overcome or do you help them to figure out okay who in your community can help you with that kind of a thing? I am not a bookkeeper or accountant or tax expert, but there are, I think, pretty universal money management principles that anybody can learn and anybody can apply to their business situation. Um, profit first, for example. Um, that's If you haven't read that book recommendation, homework right now, pick up Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. It's just a great cash management system. Um, and that's the sort of stuff that I love talking about on, on my YouTube channel. In fact, uh, the month of March, I'm doing like a, a Money Madness March or March Madness Money, Money, something about madness and money in the month of March. I have a content series focused on money. And Rich, actually, you're you're going to be featured there. We had a great conversation about um, other ways to make money and supplement your income. Uh, I'm talking to people about how to build financial processes, how to manage your money, how to save your money. And then there's other resources on my channel about Profit First. Um, I... I'm going to do a, a review on my business bank account. So that's another thing, setting up a separate business bank account to really start taking yourself seriously as a business. Th that There's a whole mindset thing we could talk about, um, but also just to protect yourself and make sure that you're not intermingling your business and personal income. Uh, you definitely want to set up a, a separate business bank account, stuff like that. I could talk all day and night about, but then the other kind of finer details, like should you be an S corp or, you know, handling your taxes and different different strokes for different folks. Uh, and, and I am not qualified to like give you specific, uh, financial advice, but I have friends who are, so I, I gladly point other people in the right direction, but 
you know, I tried managing my own books for a while when I just started freelancing and, and I, I like it to an extent, but it, it can get, it can get a little hairy, but there are <laughs> some simple things that anybody can do and that everybody should do. Everybody should have mm. some level of ownership of their finances and understand their process and, and how mm. it works. So I talk about that stuff, but mm. save the details for the experts. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great point about, uh, you know, I think if we are, if we've been at least like a lead in the lead pastor or solo pastor role, we have some awareness of the budget. We may not be managing managing it ourselves, but we have an awareness of how it works and and uh, the key points of it. And so you're saying same principle goes in business. We don't have to like keep the books ourselves, but to know the basics of how how is money to be managed in a business, and then uh, when we need help, there's experts out there that can that can help us get things set up the right way and make sure we're uh, keeping ourselves uh, that we're wise and keeping ourselves mm-hmm. safe from a tax perspective and legal perspective and all that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just starting out and you are getting a little side income, nothing is more heartbreaking than when you do your taxes and <laughs> if you're on TurboTax or something, you plugged in your W-2 income and then you're like, oh, I'm getting a nice little return. I know it's different for pastors. I, I you guys, bless your hearts. I don't know, like all, all the ins and outs of, mm-hmm. of um, you know, full-time ministry. I know there's a lot of different tax things there that you yeah. have to navigate. But I remember just like plugging in my W-2 income and it's like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of money out. And it's like, now you're 1099s. Wait a minute. I didn't withhold any of this stuff. And then you see that little refund number go down. <laughs> and sometimes you actually end up owing money. And it's like, ooh, yeah. I need to prepare better next yep. year. That was those were lessons learned the hard way earlier on in my my freelance career. Mm. Hey, what um what do you enjoy most about being in business for yourself? Uh, what if is there something on this journey, or are you at the point now where it's like the most fun you've ever had, or just you know we've talked a lot about the behind the scenes stuff that it takes to start a business, and some of these things aren't as fun or as enjoyable. But as you pointed out, we can find people that can handle those things for us. Where have been some of the great joys uh, that you've had in in your business so far? Yeah. Uh... There's a lot. Hmm. The main thing is just flexibility. Just having time with my family that I would not have. I actually did the math. When I was wrapping up my MBA, I was like just burnt out, sleep deprived. I was like, I need to make this work for my family. This needs to have this needs to pay off. I need to get a better job. And so I started looking around and applying to jobs and just about all like where I live, all of the jobs um, were down in the city, up north in another city or out in this. They're all like an hour away and I'm right in the middle of this triangle and the commute would be I'd be on the road at least an hour and a half to two hours every day in the car. You add that up. That is a month out of the year that I'm not with my family. I'm just in a car wishing I was not in a car. (laughs) Maybe I get to listen to some great podcasts, like more than a pastor, but uh, I, 
as as great as as that might be, it's not worth missing out on meal times. I I would probably have to wake up and leave before my kids would be up, mm-hmm. and I'd get back probably as they're like scraping the the dishes in, into the trash can. I would miss out on so much life. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 gonna hang out. And uh, I, I kept working where I was, which is right down the road um, for a little bit. And I just kept growing my side gig. And by God's grace and provision, uh, he brought connections into my life that allowed me to uh, grow this and mm-hmm. to walk away from my full time job. And I'm just so thankful. Like, I, I know this is a huge blessing and a huge privilege I, I don't know what it would have taken to do it just like on my own power. I couldn't mm, have sure. I'm kind of shifting this, this conversation a little bit elsewhere, but like the flexibility that I have now that the extra time that I have with my family, it's such a gift um, that I'm, I'm really trying not to take for granted. But mm. what about um, when you were in the middle of the struggle, like you had your day job and you were beginning to build this business. So you talk now about the, the freedom and flexibility that you have, but what was it like when you were wearing both hats and, and, and trying to, you know, build something that you could scale up at some point, like, like you have now, because I think a lot of pastors are going to be in that spot for a while. We still have our regular ministry in the church, but we're seeing the future. We know we need to create something on the side, leverage our skills, through our own business so that if we need to scale it up, we can to provide more for our family. So was were, were there any key learnings in that point or, or things that helped you to manage the tension between now maybe I don't have as much free time as I hope to have for the future because I'm trying to build t- uh, two things at once? I'm glad you called that out. It it was definitely stretching. What does Bilbo Baggins say? Felt feel like butter stretched across, scraped across too much bread. Um, you know, you get back from work, dive into dinner time, playing with the kids. You do that whole routine, put them down for bed, and then you start a second job. Essentially, is what it felt like, and you put in you know two or three hours and stay up way too late, don't get enough sleep, you do it all over again the next day. It's it's definitely stretching. But when you're doing something you enjoy, that definitely helps drive you through it. And if you know that you're building something, you know, you're not just, that's another thing. If you have a vision to take your business somewhere, um, whether it, if, whether your intention is to leave your full-time job or to grow it to the point where you get enough momentum and things begin to take care of themselves, you build systems. If you, if you have a, a point in mind that you can get to, that's very important mm-hmm. and very motivating to help you get through some of those stretchy, crunchy times. Yeah. Um, and then also looking for 
something that you can capitalize on the most. Hmm. This is something that I'm I'm kind of processing now, but I would not have been able to do what I'm doing today if it wasn't for one key client that I took on. Oh. Um that even to this day is is one of my my main kind of breadwinners. Okay, um, yeah. As I'm continuing to to grow everything else. Um, but that was definitely like a, a big tent pole in, in all of this that mm-hmm. I'm doing. I was able to, um, just lean into that. And I, I kind of found that there was, there's a good opportunity there and, uh, kind of brokered an arrangement with them mm-hmm. where I was just able to get what I needed out of that job. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what this would look like for you and and your listeners, but don't just do work for the sake of work, like be intentional and and look at what's the most profitable opportunity Mm -hmm. and the most purposeful opportunity, you know, like don't, don't sell out and, and take a job that doesn't align with your beliefs and, and take you in the right direction where you want to go. Um, And I'm again, like just, God's provision and and his his blessings on on me and my family uh, led me to this connection that really ended up being something that opened up a lot of other doors for everything else that that I'm mm-hmm. uh, been able to enjoy. Wow, man, you shared a lot of wisdom there. I think about the importance of finding some early wins or like low hanging fruit. Like, okay, what can we do? now that's going to make it feel worth it like right now because yeah we can be building something long term and we know it's going to take some time to get where we want it to be but let's have some joy along in the journey what are some what are some successes we can enjoy now and uh, i i found too it's it's helpful maybe to to have some goals as a family to say okay we want to have this kind of success or or goal by this point and if we do then then here's how we're going to celebrate it mm-hmm. and so we're, it's not just like all work for a year or two or three until we get it like a hundred percent, but what are some successes along the way? Uh, some, some, um, um, uh, landmarks that we want to hit, you know, that, that can help us where we can celebrate and say, we're making progress and we're doing it together as a family and not just, this is dad's thing, or this is mom's Mm -hmm. thing, but, but, uh, we're enjoying the success together. I'm really glad that you mentioned family because yeah, uh, if, if you are married, (laughs) you need to make sure that you are in the same boat mm-hmm. if you're doing anything like this um just on the you know the comfort and provision aspect uh my wife relies on me and the success of my business you know for our family and i am very glad that i i have a supportive and a wife who who believes in me who challenges me um but then also yeah you need to also make sure that as you are endeavoring and you're digging in and you're you're growing this thing that you don't lose sight of your family and you don't uh forget to communicate and check in and make sure that you're because yeah yeah we talked about that stretch too thin crunchy time yeah I learned the hard way, you know, like that, that can create 
stretching and crunching for <laughs> your spouse as well. And uh, we've we've worked through some we've worked through some stuff, had some some conversations, but like mm-hmm. just don't lose sight of the clock. You know, yeah. come downstairs when it's time to eat dinner. Um, <laughs> all that flexibility is kind of a double-edged sword mm-hmm. where you control your own schedule. Okay, nobody else is going to blow the whistle and tell you to, to leave. You have to be disciplined um, to make sure you're getting the work done, but also that you're stopping the work when sure. you need to shift gears and make sure that you're investing in your family. Hmm. That's a good word. Anything that you would say to pastors um, just starting out, uh, maybe starting to feel the tension of, okay, I think I need to be doing something to provide more for my family. Maybe they're feeling some financial tension right now, or maybe they're looking ahead and seeing that their church may struggle to to make ends meet through tithes and offerings. Maybe they need to be looking at creating income outside the church. So do you have any thoughts or ideas or a word you'd want to share to pastors that maybe are thinking, maybe I need to begin a side hustle or, or business, um, any guidance you might have for them? I don't know if it's for me to tell pastors that they should pray. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, but I I don't want to assume, uh, but I, I know myself, you know, anytime you are kind of staring at a complicated anxiety inducing prospect, um, you know, sometimes you forget the simple things, hmm. but just definitely pray about it and and just seek out godly counsel. Talk to your husband or wife, and also find a good friend or or somebody who is doing something similar to what you are interested in doing too. Rich, we've talked before. I, I know there it sounds like there's a taboo in the church for pastors to even entertain the idea of doing something other than full-time vocational ministry. I think that's softening now. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't do this in secret, you know, and don't try to build your business, you know, without anybody else finding out, like do it in the open and find other people that, that you can, that you click with and that kind of get you excited and you can bounce ideas off of. Um, I have a a friend who's a pastor who is very entrepreneurial and anytime we hang out, he's always like, this is really nice because there just aren't other people in my circle Mm. that I get to have these conversations with. Um, and yeah, just, how inspiring and encouraging that is to be able to speak the same language as somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, instead of just kind of sharing your ideas and watching somebody else's eyes glaze over, (laughs) definitely, you know, find a supportive community and uh, of people who, who can just give you ideas and give you a space where you can talk out your own ideas and shape that together. Yeah. Well, hey, that's what the More Than a Pastor community is all about. So uh, <laughs> You already found it. Thanks, if you're listening thanks. to this podcast, then Perfect. Thanks th- for th- there you that. go. Subscribe and, uh, to More Than a Pastor. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I found a lot of pastors don't know who's a safe person they can talk with about some mm. of their dreams or visions or hopes. Maybe they can't feel like anyone in their church can 
can understand, or maybe their chairman or whatever, you know, in leadership above them, maybe won't, won't get it, but who they can talk to first to begin to feel things out. So I want to be that person for people. And I've launched more than a pastor for that. And we've got a Facebook group. People can find that at more than a pastor.com slash Facebook. And, and uh, it's great that we can be there to help and encourage each other and speak the same language and, and uh, build and grow our businesses and our income together. So yeah, that was a nice segue. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really great that, that you started this and, and identified that need and, are providing this this resource for yeah. for pastors who are in a, going on the same journey as, as yeah. yourself. That's great. Awesome. Well, David, it's been awesome to have you on the show today. Is there anything you'd like to add here at the end, or uh, and, and can you also let us know if we want to follow up and get to know you more, uh, find you online, maybe tap into some of your resources? How can we get a hold of you? Thank you for having me, Rich. This is this is great talking with you. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to learn more about what I'm doing, they can check out selfemploymentsidekick.com or find me on YouTube. If you want to learn about my business and marketing company, you can check out brero.com. That's B-R-E-R-R-O.com. We do marketing strategy, web design, a whole smattering of things. I work with a guy named Brian. He's awesome. He's like the opposite of me. Uh, So if you don't like anything that I said today and you just don't like my personality, there's another guy who you'll love. Um Well, I hope you enjoyed this interview with David Steininger. Wasn't Dave great? I'm really glad that he was able to join us on the show today. And I appreciated uh, the things that he shared about how many times as business owners, there are struggles or roadblocks or speed bumps that come up on our, uh, in our path. And, and it's cool to see how David is able to help business owners overcome those things and go around them or go go through them uh, to continue to keep the focus on building and growing uh, their online or offline business, whatever kind of business it may be that they are launching. And I loved how we talked about the importance of profit first. And so what can we do to begin to launch our business in a way that we're profiting from the get-go? We're making money because if we're making money, it allows us to serve people. And if we're not making money, then we're not serving anybody. We're not able to uh, to make a difference and help others. So I love that he shared that resource from Mike Michalowicz. And then he talked about the managing the tension between our working our day job and then beginning something on the side. And, and I think as pastors, we can face some of those tensions as well. And it's cool that there are ways that we can live in that tension and continue to push forward uh, to fulfill these visions that God's given us to serve in our church and to build something on the side to help us be able to serve God and provide for our family, no matter what happens financially in our church. And then, you know, the tips he shared for pastors to start our own businesses, the first one being to to pray. And I, like he said, uh, it goes without saying, but it's important to say to continue to bathe whatever we do in prayer and ask God for his wisdom and guidance, and then find others who can help us. And more than a pastor, I, I want to be a community where we can come alongside and help pastors that so we can work together to build and grow our own businesses to provide more for our families. And so uh, if you um, are looking for a place to connect, you haven't already joined our More Than a Pastor community on Facebook, do that today at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. I'll look forward to seeing you inside. 
If you want to connect with Dave online, check out his self-employment sidekick YouTube channel or learn more about Brero and what they do to help in uh, business and marketing strategy. I'll have the links for those in the show notes and you can get them at morethanapastor.com slash 48 for episode 48. Well, in closing, I have two questions to ask you today. First, are you ready to start your own online platform or some other type of business or side hustle? And uh, second, if not, do you know what's holding you back? Do you know what will help you to be ready to launch? Is there something that you need help with? Is there some obstacle that you need to overcome? If you're not sure what your online platform would be, what kind of business is right for you, maybe take a look at this um, course that John is doing, the Platform Launchers, How to Earn 250 a Day in Your Online Platform. I think it's going to be a great tool to help you in taking your next steps forward. Have you ever heard the phrase, it takes money to make money? Wouldn't it be worth it if you invested 250 in this course? And in eight weeks, it showed you exactly step-by-step how you could be earning 250 a month, 250 a week, and 250 a day. I think that's a great investment. It's worth it to me. That's why I've invested in it. And I would invite you to check it out and see if it's right for you. Maybe this is a step that you need to take in uh, building and growing your own business. Again, you can learn more about it at morethanapastor.com slash platform 250. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks again for joining me. Before we go, would you do me a favor? Can you think of a pastor like as you were listening today? Was there a pastor who came to your mind that maybe you ought to hear this episode? Or is there someone that you that you know that ought to know about the More Than a Pastor show? Or maybe learn more about our website? If so, would you send them the link to the show or or send them to our website and let them know about it? That would go a long way in helping us to spread the word about the show so that we can help more pastors to create more income for their families and build financial security. Hey, until next time, remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you are made for.